right, everybody. Welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I am Paul Christian. And I am Eric Jackson. And we're fi- we're here at the finale of our Batwoman series. Eric. Yes. Uh, we, we finally finished our, our, we're about to finish our first deep dive uh, into a character. We've been reading Batwoman for pretty much a month now. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, and we're on the final volume here of J.H. Williams' run, which will be, we're going to be reading issues 18 through 24 mm-hmm. uh, until it suddenly stops. Yeah, it just it's kind of Sopranos on us. It yeah. just cuts out <laughs> mid action scene, which was kind of cool. But like, I even started skimming like the next volume to see like, okay, like what the fuck happened? And there was there's just a like... follow up. I'll talk about it briefly. Okay. But I I, I kind of want when we get to that part in the discussion, I, I kind of appreciate that it ends abruptly because it symbolizes very well what happened. No, it's cool because <laughs> like once once we I feel I, like you like, should be disappointed. Yeah, no. because it, it ended when it shouldn't have. But yeah, we'll get there. exactly. <laughs> and then after that, we're gonna be talking about the fifth episode of the Batwoman show, and then we're finally done watching it. <laughs> Yeah, because I I'm really losing it. Not upset show. about it. <laughs> no, I, it, it that first episode like had a lot of things we liked, like a yeah. really cool action scenes that we never got again. Well, we got one in this episode, did we? Yeah, at the beginning with. The, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get there. I guess but, yeah. yeah. But uh, but after this, we'll actually be moving on to some other characters. Uh, we actually have some fan requests coming up. Yeah, which will be cool because we have a contest going on where the first five people who leave a Apple Podcast review leave five stars, get to choose an episode, get to basically design an episode for us. So we got our first couple requests. The next one we're going to do next week is actually we're going to do a Black Panther episode. Uh, a fan yeah. of ours, uh, T'Challa, uh, aptly named, picked uh, yeah. the first six issues of a Black Panther run that he really likes. And then we're going to watch actually Captain America Civil War. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So that'll be cool. And then we have an, uh, two other fan requests coming up right after that, too. So um, there actually is, I think, still one, maybe two spots open. Uh, if you have a request that you want, you can leave it. Uh, if you want to leave a five-star review, just let us know that you left it, either yeah. on Twitter or by email. Oh, and of course, if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at Agents of Podcast as well. So definitely follow us there because I'm, I'm always tweeting out cool comic shit. Yeah, and and if you want to follow me, I got my own too. Uh, it's at ejack seventy six. Not e e j a c k s, not e j a x. There, there you go. I'm usually mostly I'm just retweeting our own stuff from the Agents of Comic Book podcast. It's an extension. Yeah, but if you want to follow us both, that's where you can stalk him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because by email, if you if you write us in, we also do read any fan mail we get on the podcast as well. So if you want to write in, let us know what you're thinking of the podcast or what you're reading or just tell us something cool that happened to you. Or just uh, like tell us how much you hate us. Yeah, we had one mail. <laughs> yeah, that works too. <laughs> yeah, we'll take hate mail. Oh, yeah. We'll read it. But we'll take we'll take some criticism. Uh, we, all, we got one piece of mail one week where someone asked us who, which Joker had the biggest penis. Oh, yeah. So oh. we won't answer every question. <laughs> I vetoed that one. I might. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, well, we'll read it. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're going to be moving on to the final uh, six or seven issues of Batwoman as we finish this volume. Oh, yes. So the first issue we get is kind of almost like a one-off just to kind of separate the two arcs here, which is always nice when a comic does that. Yeah, I got kind of confused. I I texted you. I was like, am I supposed to skip this one? Nope, we're reading it. Yeah, because yeah. this, this is just, it's part of the run. Like, yeah, it, it was cool too. Yeah, it has a lot to do with the DEO because what this issue is all about, it kind of is about Mr. Freeze a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, we open up with a mission here where Kate is, you know, fighting Mr. Freeze. She's fighting him with Betty uh, or Bet, whatever she's supposed to be called. <laughs> I, I, I'm, we, I've gotten this far. I'm going to keep going with Betty. I've gotten this far. I'm just going to, I'm going to double down on that yeah i say we just stick with it she's taken down mr freeze uh he's pretty upset because he helped try to fight medusa and he was like even though batman wasn't even there i was gonna say got kind of shafted on that yeah so he's like come on leave me alone because kate's only there to take his technology because the deo wanted it right like at this point kate's basically a villain yeah just robbing people yeah mr freeze isn't doing a crime here (laughs) i mean he's a criminal but she's like i'm sure you'll do something evil soon enough exactly she's not wrong but i don't know that's that's the right way to do it (laughs) yeah 
it's kind of, kind of interesting because both of both Kate and Betty both have a voice in their ear. Kate's listening to Chase over at the DEO, giving her commands. Yeah. And then Betty's also listening to Jacob, who's kind of giving her commands too. And they're both trying to act like they're not talking on microphones. I, know, I was going to say, like at this point, because Betty doesn't know that Kate's working with the DEO and all that. Yeah, I mean, well, maybe she does, but she's not. Oh. She's not told Kate that she knows yet. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, and then Kate also doesn't know that she's working with Jacob still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we they actually both get confronted by Batman, who shows up and is like, "Kate, I like I know what you're doing. This has got to stop. Like, you can't take that technology to the DEO." Yeah, and she actually ends up destroying the weapon, which is like, then why did you even come here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and like I feel like that has happened already, and it's gonna happen again. And at this point, like, how does Bones not just like lose his shit? I know, like, find a better <laughs> agent, right? Like she's literally like completed every mission, and then at the last second, be like, "Ah, eh, never mind." <laughs> it's like yeah she does the job right and then at the end screws it all over so it was all a waste of time yep bones it's got to be like there's other people i can use for this yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know how his temper isn't shorter yeah and one thing that i'm realizing as as we're talking about this that we actually glossed over back a couple episodes ago is there was actually a scene where kate accidentally stabbed maggie with uh joker or not joker sorry uh scarecrow fear toxin <laughs> yeah honestly i kind of forgot that happened yeah because it happened while kate was trying to get into morrow's base because maggie yeah. was there and like she knew kate was there and kate thought morrow was sneaking up on her and accidentally stabbed maggie <laughs> with the uh sc- the scarecrow toxin yeah and so she started tripping balls and having like a horrible nightmare bit of a whoopsie for like 12 hours <laughs> it's a big whoopsie yeah. <laughs> it's a big problem and so uh Kate is understandably like feeling really bad about that. Yeah, because like she, uh, Maggie even like still has nightmares about the nightmare she had. Yeah, she had, is... like that was a real bad trip. And we do get more of Kate and Betty fighting, but it ultimately leads up to because Kate's just kind of taking notes, seeing if Betty like actually recovered, if she can actually handle herself in the field. Yeah, and kind of like it's mixed notes, like mostly like she's not completely satisfied with how it's working, mm-hmm. but it doesn't and ends up not mattering because Betty just like a couple like right after that mission decides that she wants to quit. Yeah, <laughs> she, tell, she tells Kate like, "Listen, I know you're working for the DEO. This is not going to work. Like, yeah, you got to stop. Like, I'm not going to work with you if you're doing this." And um, yeah, because she's basically just letting the DEO like get all this information on her too. Right. It's like you're you're ruining like everything for yeah, everyone. Like, literally. <laughs> why don't you just work with Batman? You have a bat symbol on your chest. She even tells her that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And Kate's like, no, this is my bat symbol. Like, I, I'll do what I want. Yeah. It's like, you're not doing what you want, though. <laughs> exactly. And then we do, and then Kate uh, ends up going to meet Bones, who, and she, at this point, Kate's just kind of thinking, okay, like, I'm, if they want, if they want me to, like, do missions for him, fine. Like, I want to protect my dad. Yeah. But then Chase is like, you're not going to like this next part, though, because Bones has a new mission for you. Mm-hmm. And so we find out what Bones wants her to do now, which, and he's... Like, listen, there's one, like, white whale that I haven't gotten yet. Like, that one hero I want to unmask. He's like, I need you to find out who Batman is. Yeah. And Kate's like, no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. That's impossible. Yeah, well, A, it's impossible. B, like, that's a big no-no. Like, yeah. I, I would, I am going to regret doing that. Exactly. And she even says, like, you can throw my dad in jail. Like, if you, if once I tell him what you wanted me to do, he'll understand. Yep. And then that's when Bones drops the bombshell. It's like, all right, well, if that's not enough, I also have your sister. And Kate's like, uh, Nani? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, does that happen in this one? Yeah, it happens right at the end. Yeah, and Bones even shows her, like, the video feed. It's, like, Alice, like, sitting in, like, a containment cell. She's like, where's my sister? Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. That's normal. Yeah, we got, and it, we get, we do get confirmation, too, that it was the, the DEO who stole Alice's sarcophagus from the religion of crime. We even, later on, a couple issues later, we actually even get, like, this really, like, bloody, like, scene of them trying to take the sarcophagus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's, like, just, like, Chase is like literally the only survivor of this fight after yeah. like, 
and so the the religion of crime like went down like fighting for like Alice's sarcophagus, but they, the DEO ended up getting it anyway. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, the, this second issue of this, were, and especially the way it ends with Bones and Batman, like this is already this arc, and I can just say it right now, this arc is definitely my favorite one of the whole oh, 52. it was so good. Because this is like where stakes like get real. Yeah, exactly. Because like, the minute he's like, I want you to find Batman, I was like fully on board. I was I know. like, oh shit, like this is what I've been waiting for. Like this right. whole arc is going to be about the DEO and about Batwoman and Batman and, and, and Maggie, and it's like, oh, this is everything that's good about this. Yeah, and looking back, like you realize that this is the exact thing that Batman was worried about from the beginning. Yep. It, Batman even said, like, eventually we're gonna, this, this is going to put us at odds. Exactly, yeah. Kate even brings up some good objections at first because she even looks at the camera. She's like, this has got to be some trick. Like, I watched her die. Like, is that Clayface? I know Clayface does this. Is this yeah. him? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're wrong, but that's clever to even, like, go there. Exactly, yeah. Because that would be a cool trick for the DEO to pull is, like, just, you know, ask Clayface to look like Alice. Yep. But, uh, but no, it is actually Alice because we see that whole scene of the sarcophagus. Yeah, which is awesome. And it's, we do kind of get an interesting part, which I like too, just a little tidbit of world building where Bones and Chase are trying to like describe the sarcophagus to Kate, like how they found Beth. And um, they don't really know what it's made of or what it is. Yeah. They don't know if it's like alien or. Uh... Yeah. Their best bet is that it's nanotech. And I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Like, I don't know exactly what it is, but I'm pretty sure I know where it's from because the religion of crime uh, is very much based around Inner Gang. And Inner Gang is like a, uh, a criminal organization in Metropolis who basically works for Darkseid. Okay. Like Darkseid has agents on Earth just to cause like mischief. Okay. Um, so they get tech from Apocalypse. I was going to say, well, because um, I don't know if we want to talk about it, but in the issue later on, there's an issue with Killer Croc. Yeah. And it shows uh, like like the scene of after like he after Wonder Woman killed him as Hydra or killed the Hydra he right. like reverted back to his form but he was like all fucked up and the religion of crime like comes and picks him up and it like literally shows them going through like a gate and it's if you can see the letters at the top but it's backwards because you're seeing it from the inside and you can see if you look at it backwards it says Metropolis oh does it really yeah oh interesting so yeah he probably that probably was an inner gang connection like, yeah that's probably how they brought him back was with apocalyptic technology yeah so if if that was a thing in metropolis and you're probably on the right trail right because i i even think that the crime bible that we talked about a few episodes ago i even think that has ties to the to like apocalypse and all that that's how they have all these like accurate like you know weird prophet prophetic like messages in it yeah yeah <laughs> like it kate kind of you can tell like the gears are turning in her head as this is all going on because it like she even like uh, is about to attack Bones and Chase like points a gun at the back of her head and this is one of my favorite parts in this whole issue maybe this whole arc where Kate like looks back at her she's like what are you what are you thinking and just boom disarms her fights everyone in the room and knocks him out she's like I'm Batwoman you guys are idiots you gave me a bulletproof suit <laughs> yeah straight up sweet chin music's chasing them right in the face it's amazing it's like I am Batwoman you, uh, <laughs> you, I've been surrounded by guys with guns before this is nothing. <laughs> And Kate even gets to go meet with Alice and confirm that it's her, and it's like, oh, this is all setting up for something that's not going to become anything, unfortunately. Yep. And then when Batwoman gets home, it's, it's she almost comes home to, like, an intervention. Yeah. Because she comes home, and, like, literally everyone's sitting on the couch, like, listen, we need to talk about Batwoman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and because, uh, yeah, because Kate at this point has opened up to Maggie. Like, Maggie knows that it's Batwoman, because, mm -hmm. I mean, she proposed to her as, as Batwoman. Batwoman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they're all kind of sitting around, and Betty's like, hey, listen, I bugged your suit. Like, we know the offer the DEO just made you. Like, we got to work together. Like, yep. if you want to unmask Batman, that's fine. We just want to get Alice yeah, back. Yeah, and you can't do it back. alone. Right. Oh, yeah, and we kind of brushed over uh, how uh, Catherine, is her name Catherine in the comics? 
the Jacob's like Jacob's wife. wife yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, so like we kind of brushed over how she just she found like Betty's costume under her bed or something, and like now she knows that like Betty is like uh, Hawkfire and that she's working Jacob's. Oh working yeah, with we her. did, and then now now she's sitting over her sh- uh, over his shoulder on all the missions. And yeah, whatnot. yeah. So that, like that, that so because she's up. at this intervention too. Yeah, no, she's part of it now. Like pretty much everyone knows everything at this point. Yeah, everyone's sharing information. Yep. So this is the issue that you brought up earlier where um, we actually do get a whole issue in this in this uh, arc here from Killer Croc's perspective, which yeah, is really cool. Yeah, I love cool. it. Because I always, I always love when there's a like a like kind of a one-off issue in the story from a different point of view, mm-hmm. especially if you get the narration from his point of view. Yeah, exactly. Because we kind of get the story here of, like you said, Killer Croc after he was killed by Wonder Woman, quote-unquote killed yeah, by Wonder Woman. his Hydra. Yeah, and then he kind of just, ki- he was himself as just a bloody stump on the ground after yeah. all the collateral damage when... Uh, Either inner gang or the religion of crime picked him up and revived him. Yeah, here's that panel right here. You can see it says Metropolis behind. Oh him. yeah, so you can see that they do drag him through Metropolis. Yeah, yep. so something's up there. Yeah, but I mean, the he does end up with the. Um, oh, actually, no. This is yeah. So this is the religion of crime for sure because it's all the animal people. Yeah. Because the reason the reason that they want Killer Croc is because Abbott is dead. Yep. So we get confirmation of that here. He too. had the worst death ever. Yeah. He he just the got, dumbest death. He just forgot that Medusa turned people to stone. <laughs> and he became a cool werewolf statue. Yeah. Until it shattered. <laughs> oh yeah, it did shatter. Huh? Yeah. Because he, he got because he got turned in midair and then he landed yeah <laughs> well they could stitch it back they uh, blew maybe it. maybe <laughs> yeah killer croc attacks uh maggie and uh batwoman as they're kind of just like surveying the scene outside and he even sees oh, them like making, making out, out. yeah, yeah. He, just, he basically catches them making out kind of like on the hill almost like a classic horror movie yeah like i think there's something out there <laughs> like don't be stupid we're on make out hill <laughs> and yeah killer croc attacks and uh, they both start firing right at him which is pretty cool like yeah. instinctively kate goes to protect maggie but maggie's like i'm a cop like, yeah I'm pulls out a gun guy. yeah and shoots him in the shoulder yeah it but goes he, for the non-lethal yeah and killer croc we even get his point of view like like i'm i'm taking like taking these bullets like i'm gonna act like they don't hurt but they hurt like yeah but they're not like really hurting him a lot like they're not gonna kill him yeah it just says like they sting like his whole body yeah and he does attack them but at the end he i mean it's i guess it's kind of smart where he's like if i actually do kill batwoman then it's over for me like that's then batman's coming after me super like everyone's coming after me fucking robin nightwing oh the justice league yeah Yeah. the justice yeah he even says maybe even the justice league right so yeah so it's like you can't actually kill them you can just you know defeat them when they come after you and i, I think that's kind of what he realizes yeah because this is more of a sympathetic killer croc a little bit at this point like he's kind of i guess regretting what he did yeah i kind of like it like i don't i really don't have that much context for killer croc and like the whole his whole background too where he talks about like there's a really cool shot where it's like a flashback of him being chased through a sewer as like a kid yeah and and then, that, yeah he describes the first time he killed someone yeah they were beating the crap out of him and then he just like decided to just go for the go yeah for the he neck. just bites the kid in the neck yeah yeah, so it's it's it, I like how they're kind of developing because uh, Killer Croc because that was actually one of the reasons J. H. Williams was upset when he left too because he wanted to make some changes and expand on Croc's oh, yeah. origin and like, yeah, that would have like been that, that would have been sick. Yeah, because he had all that stuff about like the Beast of Babylon and yep. everything with that and the ancient Crocs in history that like all that could have really built on his. Character that would have been a lot. so cool. Yeah, but no, he's just a monster again. Yep, it's just over. Yeah. So like we talked about earlier, um, there was that part where Batwoman stabbed Maggie with the scarecrow toxin, mm-hmm. and she's still feeling really bad about it, so she does a- actually, in one scene, even stab herself with the scarecrow toxin. Yeah. 
which is really cool because uh, but then we get just get it like and it was even even kind of touching because like she's tripping out kind of imagining all this stuff that the DEO wants her to do and having nightmares about it yeah and even having nightmares about Alice and Beth a little bit too mm-hmm. and uh, Maggie like li- like literally just like lays with her the whole time like all 12 hours and it's like oh yeah because Maggie didn't ask her to do that she's like no don't please I know she just yeah. whipped it out of nowhere mm-hmm. and uh, th- this next issue opens up with a really cool scene too of uh, it's just kind of like a one and done almost opening like a cold open where Batwoman and Betty yeah. are sent by Bones to go take out Bane. Yeah, this it, was awesome. In like the it's either like the Canadian Arctic or Alaska. like Alaska. Yeah. yeah. Um so so Bane even has this cool like winter suit with like a hoodie. Yeah, he looks dope. <laughs> yeah, and he he like crushes out of the ice from below them to attack them and we get a really <laughs> cool Bane fight here. Oh yeah. And Batwoman actually takes him down pretty handedly. Well, she's got a super sweet gadget. Well, yeah, she's got all these DEO tools which yeah. are really helping and she's even got one which are kind of like those Doctor Strange bands which yep. tie him to a tree and he can't move at all. Yeah, the more he fights, the like the more strained it gets. Right, exactly. And uh, basically, with the whole reason she's here is because the DEO wants to recruit all these Batman villains for what their plan is coming up. Mm-hmm. Because the DEO has... Which, I got major problems with that. Oh, yeah, the, D- <laughs> the DEO is r- willing to light... Gotham on fire to find oh, yeah. Batman. Yep. <laughs> they were like, hey, listen, we'll blow this whole town up if I gotta find out who Batman is. Like, they apparently just took all these villains at their word that they wouldn't kill anyone. Yeah, because I get that Bones wants to find out who Batman is, but how? I it's really hard to believe, like, how far he's willing to go for it. I mean, I, I guess they're trying to pr- portray him as, like, a cold, like, blooded... Like freaking yeah, he's very short-sighted, hardline like company man, but he's a fucking cold-blooded he, killer. He, at this he'll point. do anything to get the job done. I guess yeah, anything. <laughs> and we do get a scene that I really liked that actually made uh, Betty grow on me a little bit more. Where um yeah, where B- Betty kind of goes and takes out this guy who we don't recognize, which ends up being a DEO profiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's almost like he's kind of like third in line after Bones and Chase. Yeah. Basically, Jacob's plan is like we got to find out like what the, where the DEO is, what they're planning, like how to get how to stop this while we're ahead. Yeah, and well, he wants to like find where they're hiding Beth in case things turn. That's the main thing. And, yeah. yeah, they got to find Beth so that way because that's all they really want. Yeah, and really, and they're on the clock, so like it's basically just Jacob surrounded by all his like old spec ops, black ops buddies, and they're just yeah. like let's just torture. They're him. the murder of crows. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we, we, Th- that's the reference. Yep. So that's where it comes up in the show. We yep. keep wondering why they're called the crows. Yeah, that's like, why they made his militia. Like I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's something. It's a reference. Yeah. It's certainly a reference. <laughs> That's one way it could be described. But basically, this this DEO profiler is tied to the chair, and Jacob and all his buddies are like, well, well let's just torture the guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what we do. Pull out the burning cigars. Yeah. Like, they bones it. Yeah, they're like they're all like that's probably just what they do. They're like, yeah, this is where we torture him. Yeah, I mean, they're and, spec and, ops. and Betty's like, well, no, 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 this is superhero business. We're gonna do this my way. Yeah, like what are you, Donald Rumsfeld? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's, Betty actually has a really smart plan because she realizes like this guy's third in line. Like all I got to do is sell him. I I can give him something to gain from this. Yeah. And she basically explains to him like, listen, like Bones is his plan for what's coming up is insane. Like once people find <laughs> out what he's doing and that he revived a known super criminal. Like, he's going to be out. Like, they're going to find someone else to take his place. And Chase has been a part of this. It's going to be you. Well, yeah, that and he's releasing a bunch of super criminals out onto the streets. Yep, because that's the part <laughs> we get to next. Yeah. Uh, Betty ends up, that part ends up working, and he's like, all right, I'll tell you where Alice is. And then we see what the DEO's been working on. They've been interviewing all these Batman rogues and capturing them and getting them to go along with this plan. Yep. Because they literally release, like, five Batman villains out on the city. <laughs> like, they just let them out of a bus. Yeah, and they're like, go go cause havoc. Like, they're like, hey, but wait, no killing. <laughs> no killing civilians. Yeah, we need you to go fuck shit up. Yeah. But no killing. Yeah, there's even a point where it shows, it shows Bane. 
and Batwoman in her head's like, like I know uh, Bane told them that he'd pull his punches, but I can't know for sure. It's like, yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, because Kate, like, as she's recovering from the fear toxin, she even has, like, a really, really cool moment where it's like, she's by, like, with Betty on the balcony, and she's like, I have to go. Mm-hmm. And, like, kisses her right before she leaves the balcony, and then does the Batman, dun 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's a great part. It's just like, oh, that's a classic scene, but, like, from a Batwoman perspective. Yeah, bro. and that's, like, right after she comes down from the fear toxin. Yep, so she's like, I'm ready for this now. Like, I just went through hell. <laughs> right. And so they release a bunch of Batman rogues onto the city. Who's all a part of that? We have Riddler, oh, yeah. Bane, Riddler, the, the Bane, Tweedles. Mad Hatter. Yeah, the Mad Hatter. And they have the She's, Mad Hatter. There's here a redhead. And, Who's the red? Oh, uh, Poison Ivy. Yeah, Poison Ivy, Mad Hatter, the Tweedles, Riddler, and okay, Bane. Okay, who the hell are the Tweedles? They're like, like Tweedledee and Tweedledum? Yeah, kind of. They're like, they're in the animated series, too. They're, just, they're not very big Batman villains. But, okay. Because like, cause Batman even references later, like, you'd never work with the Tweedles. Like, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, like, they're, they're too low for they're you. They're nobody. Yeah, they're nobodies. And they even, they have the Mad Hatter back here. And I'm so mad because they don't tie it into Alice, even though he's in this comic. <laughs> right. I'm so mad. I want it to tie into Alice so bad. He, it doesn't. He, they don't have to be allies. They can be enemies. I mean, at least they didn't get it as bad as the show did. Yeah. Oh, my God. We'll go there. Yeah. <laughs> but Oh my God! Speaking of the Mad Hatter, we we get our first scene of kind of them causing havoc. And Mad Hatter's idea of havoc is to go around on a Disney teacup and throw exploding hats at people. It's so awesome. He's like, "Woo! I'm on the teacup ride, throwing yeah. exploding hats at people." Why would the DEO let him have that? Yeah. So the the DEO gave him like a, a death teacup. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's ridiculous, and this is where we because uh, they end up not only drawing Batman out, the whole Bat family kind of shows up because Batman smartly realizes like right away like these attacks are all happening at once, like someone's behind this, like mm-hmm. there's more going on here. So Batman almost kind of leads from the rear as this is going on, yeah. Because Nightwing goes out to fight, uh, we see Batwing out there. That's Luke Fox. Okay. Um, oh really? Yep. Interesting. Is that him on the left? Yeah, that's him. He looks like Iron Man. Gotcha. Kinda, yeah. And who else? Is there someone else there? No, they only show him. Nightwing and Batwing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we see them kind of taking care of business because Batman. Oh, I take that back. There's a Batgirl sighting too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure which Batgirl that is actually. Uh, it's more pur- purple and yellow if that gives any indication. Oh, that might be Stephanie Brown then. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we get the Bat family basically taking care of business. Each one of them takes care of a rogue, basically. And Batman ends up take, going after Bane. But yeah, because the whole time, Kate's like, where the hell is Batman? Like, shit is getting so out of hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's what I really like is Batman right away realizes, like, probably looks around and sees, like, they're not killing anybody. They're just making a big scene. Yeah, exactly. So, like, something else is going on here. Okay, so, and then, so he's fighting Bane, and, he, you know, he's asking him, like, what the hell is going on? Right, because like, he's figured this out. Yeah, something something obviously is up. Like, who are you working oh, for? Oh, yeah, the way he beats Bane is is pretty cool. It's so brutal. Like, okay, so what does he do? He he. Like, oh yeah, it doesn't. He has like a venom like a uh, concoction. Yeah, it's not. That, like, and turns the venom. Yeah, he's like, oh, this doesn't neutralize the venom. It like tur- it turns on it basically. And like, yeah, it's, it it basically reverses the effects of it to where it'll paralyze him like temporarily. Oh, it t- actually turns it into a toxin for his own blood. So it he's Batman literally says he's going to be like shitting and throwing up for weeks. Yeah. So Bane Bane's <laughs> in a rough spot. Bane tells Batman everything basically. Yeah. Because he's throwing up. He's like, oh, I'll just make this end. <laughs> right. And he he tells him everything. Like the DEO is behind this. Batwoman's working for them. Uh, and so Batman shows up at, at the DEO ship and Bones is in his like medieval armor again. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, it looks cool. And uh, Bones is like, I knew you'd come here. Like, I'm going to unmask you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> He's like, you're my white whale, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and Batman's like, dude, I don't even know you. <laughs> I don't even think about you. <laughs> and, uh, and then it, a really cool spread page where he's like, where's Batwoman? I know you're working for her. And then he, she comes out of nowhere like with these two tasers. It's like, yeah. 
like shocks the hell out of him like from off screen and a great spread page of like her cape in the wind as she stabs him in in the fight like batman even says like my my suit's resistant to tasers like i don't know what you were expecting that to do yeah and it's cool because like later on yeah she knows that 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 was the part part of the plan all along she throws all these smoke bombs yeah and now she can see his suit light up light up in the smoke yep um yeah while this is all going on while kate's fighting batman we do also get betty as because now that she knows where alice is she has a secondary mission because they're not going to get Alice from the DEO now, so she has to go break her out. Yep. And it's cool because Alice is finally free. Betty goes in there and saves her, but that's where that storyline ends. Yep. Yep. That that and I tell you right now, like by the time we get to this end of this issue, that's all we have. Yeah. And uh, even the Batman Batwoman fight, Kate gets the upper hand. Bat- Batman kind of comes back, and then they're just at each other's throats. And Batman's like, "We have to stop. Like this is." This is the end, and yeah. then the issue ends. And it, yeah, literally Cage is saying no, and then yeah. it's over. And uh, that's where J.H. Williams left. We've talked about it before, but if you're still not aware, this is uh, the reason why he left is because DC basically exonated all of his plans on the book. Yep. Uh, they told him that Kate Kane could not get married uh, to Maggie, that that wasn't going to happen. They exonated his plans for Killer Croc as well. God. Um, and ba- and J.H. Williams said, fuck you, that's not fair. I'm quitting the book then. I'm not going to write this. Yeah. Well- and he did. He left. Did they, okay, does DC or does anyone, like Marvel or anyone do that, like a lot? Is that common? Yeah, well, editorial always has say over, like, what the writers do. Obviously. Like, they can always veto like, something. But, like, things that major that have been building up for so long? I mean, well, the thing is, Batwoman is kind of like a niche character, too. So, yeah, I mean, true. If this had happened in, like, a Flash story or something, it would have been probably a bigger deal. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but it, it's just upsetting because the reasoning they give for shutting that down is such bullshit. Oh, yeah. I even found a quote here that, that Dan DiDio, uh, one of the creative heads at DC, like the executives, gave. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a, a Dan DiDio quote when asked about why he didn't allow the the marriage between Batwoman and, and Batman. Or, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they, no, they weren't getting married. That would have been interesting. Uh, yeah, I would have exnayed that one. Cousin love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lesbian. Oh, forget it. And your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, D, this is Dan DiDio saying why he exnayed the marriage between Maggie and Kate. He says, um, and he's kind of talking about... Um, He's basically saying that heroes can't be happy. He says, that's a very important rule and something we've reinforced. People in the Bat family, their personal lives basically suck. Dick Grayson, rest in peace. Oops, shouldn't have said that. Dick Grayson is presumed dead at this point. He wasn't dead. It was a dumb story thing. Wow. But then he says, um, Bruce Wayne, Tim Drake, Barbara Gordon, and Kathy Kane. It's wonderful that they try to establish personal lives, but it's equally important that they set them aside. That is our mandate. That is our edict. And that is our stand. What a weird fucking hill to die on. That is the weirdest hill to die on. Like, listen, none of my heroes can have happy personal lives. <laughs> that's ever. so depressing. Ever. And not only is that a bad point, but if that's your point, why can't they get married? Like, it's not happily ever after. They're no, just getting married. Exactly. Like, it's not like they're just going to be, it's sunshine and rainbows from here. Like, and there can still be ups and downs in their relationship, even. And, like, even if they got married, even if there was an arc where, like, nothing bad happened between, like, those two characters. And, like, it, it's still, like, a plot and character point. Yeah, bad stuff is probably happening to them elsewhere. Exactly. And they can deal with that together. Like, yeah. It's a terrible, terrible take. That's that's ludicrous. Yeah, and but so, and, and it almost, it's very suspicious, too, because it's such a weak reason. And this is, like, the one marriage they're, like, exnaying. It's, exactly. It's very suspicious. Like, when, heroes have gotten married before. Right. When, when J.H. Williams is trying to make this big point about, oh, we're going to have, like, our first, like, gay marriage in DC Comics. And yep. then Dan DiDio's like, oh, they can't do it because they no can't can- be happy. 
What? Are, what the fuck are you talking that about? That is insane. Oh, it makes me so mad because this this is the best arc in the whole run, too. It's great. Like, this is hitting its peak right now. Yeah. And this is where it ends. God, dude. Like, this is... And th- this run could have gone, like, another 24 issues and been perfect. Yeah. And, like, this could have gone on for a long time and been, like, a legend. I mean, it already is, like, a legendary run, even though it ends completely abruptly because he had to quit. Yeah, like, they had a Dreamcast doing, the, like, this series. And I can tell you right now, there is an annual after this where they conclude, they pick up right where this leaves off. It's ludicrous. Batman and and uh, Batwoman fight each other for a little bit. Batwoman lights the ground, and like they kind of like they both are like, "Listen, like the DEO's behind this. Let's be friends again." And then they go fight the DEO and win. Oh God! Yeah, and then Bones is like, "I have Alice. You'll never save her now." <laughs> and he does. And, and they team up to to save Alice and de- defeat. Well, how does he get Alice? I thought, Betty, I, I, I thought Betty got her. Yeah, I think he gets her back. It's or it's, they, they didn't make it. It's out. not worth reading. It's I don't I didn't even I didn't even want us to read it. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> it just makes me so mad that they would. Oh, God, that sucks. Yeah. So anyway, I that's why I wanted to stop it here so everyone can just kind of feel the frustration of it just ending abruptly. Yeah. No, it's the good place to stop. But this is this was a great run while it lasted. I mean, this was like I said, hit it. This is the by far the best arc of the run we've had. This is almost as good as Elegy, maybe even like just as good. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, because because this is all conflict like you're really interested in. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, but I mean that'll be it. Next week we'll be talking about uh, Black Panther. We we might come back to Batwoman maybe when the finale comes back and finds another book to read. There's there's some good stuff in uh, in um, Detective Comics yet, even if the Batwoman book kind of stopped being good after this. Okay. Uh, but we will be coming back. So wait, was that before, made before, or after this? After this. Okay. Um, but. We will be back with, uh, we'll be reviewing the fifth episode of the CW show, and then we'll finally be done with it. Oh, yeah. All right, but we will be back with that. This is the fifth episode of the CW show, Batwoman, that we're going to cover, and I think after this, I'm not even going to watch this on my own time. Like, uh, when when the season ends or something, like, I'll probably, like, Maybe check out tabs of it online. Maybe. See like we'll reviews, see. like just see where the story's going. But yeah, I, but I don't see myself. Didn't, this episode did nothing to make me want to keep watching. No, because this is another episode where at the end we've pretty much accomplished nothing, and every character's back where they started. Yep. Because this whole episode is all backstory for Alice, which I was really excited for. Because I'm like, maybe this is what we've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping for some answers, and they gave some, and they weren't it's not good. What I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> not even close to what I, I wanted. I was like, oh, here's where we find out where she's crazy. Maybe they even like can tie the religion of crime. In into yep. this again and we can finally like save this story yep and nope it's basically here's what happened to beth she fell off the river floated down like a fish yeah. washed up on the shore some who is I, I she gets rescued by a serial killer i i don't know who this it's a family it's a guy who collects faces he had a wife right there was a mom there no i don't believe so it, it's just basically a guy and his son yeah no I, I think there was a mom there was there we don't see a lot of her if no. there is um, like, I think she was in the very opening. I think she was like doing dishes in the background. Yeah. So Beth basically ends up getting rescued and adopted by this serial killer who cuts off people's faces. Yeah. She like, it looks fine. And like, it looks like a nice, like regular family. Like they're all like dudes wearing like je- like high waisted jeans, like with a tucked in shirt. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, like, Oh, here's a nice family. Yeah. And we do kind of see what Alice is up to right now, which at this point doesn't make a lot of sense. We see her at a morgue. She breaks into a morgue and starts slicing off little, like, slices of skin from dead bodies. Yeah, from some, like, from just people's legs. Yeah, and and they're looking at the security footage of this going, okay, that looks like Alice. I don't know what she's doing. But they just kind of are like, okay, whatever. Shrug the shoulders. And uh, 
we get a really, this is one scene that I actually, when we started this episode, I almost started getting pumped again because we get a cool scene of Alice like in this dark room with her goons because Kate hits the lights yeah, and she's found out where Alice is and she's going to try to take her out here. And she activates the night vision on her suit. Yeah. Which is awesome because it makes her look so badass. Yeah, to finally get the white eyes. Yeah, because she has the white eyes on her suit like it looks in the comics. Yep. And it, it, that always looks better on a superhero costume in live action. Yeah, than just nothing and you just see the Or just eyes. having your normal eyes behind the suit. Right. Your normal eyes with black makeup on your skin. Right. No, like, it always looks better when you because when it's lit up like that, she looks like like legitimate Batwoman, like which, straight out of the comics. I don't know why everyone doesn't do that because that it protects your eyes too. Yeah. I would have bulletproof glass over my eyes. Oh yeah, you gotta have yeah, exactly. Like oh, yeah, what? Batman jumps through glass all the time yeah well and like i feel because is it just movie batman that he doesn't have like shit over the eye holes or in the comics it depends on on the on the costume because the costume design changes too true yeah um and so she takes out the lights and uses the night vision to take everyone out and it's finally a fight scene which i was happy about yeah it was cool not quite as good as the first one because there's a lot of cuts because it keeps going back to her first person view from the goggles as she kicks each person yeah it was good enough it was pretty good i liked it i still hate the idea that like people in this universe are still dumb enough to like think that guns are gonna work against Batman yeah, or anyone after the first a couple shots, you would put the gun away and be like, "I gotta run or figure something else out." Because at some point, it's just irresponsible. Because if it's a bulletproof suit, you're gonna have a bullet ricochet. You're gonna and, shoot your friends. Yeah, like, dude, <laughs> how dumb can you be? But Kate ends up taking out Alice and actually locks her up in a jail cell. Yeah, which, again, this is like the third time she's basically had her in custody. Yeah, and she's like, this is the last chance, Alice. Like, if you he- kill anyone else, I'm taking you to Arkham. I'm like, you should really do it now. <laughs> you should probably do it. No, she even says, like, I can get you help. Like, I can take you to a hospital. It's like, why don't you just do it? Yeah, like, she, she why really needs you, help. Why are you trying to get her permission? She's going to go and kill somebody. <laughs> Good this God. is your fault at this point. God damn. And a really confusing part is she also, like, she's like, you better tell me, like, everything that's going on or else I'm going to call dad. Yeah. And then she does so, but I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm wondering, like, because she calls him and he, and she's like, hey, dad, I have Alice. Come find us and hangs up. And I'm like, what are you going to tell him? <laughs> right. How did you? You're just going to be like, oh, Beth just walked into this yeah, jail cell. Just ran into her. Yeah. Because you can't be like, oh, I captured her. He's going to be like, holy shit, you did yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Like, how did how did all these guys, how did all their goons just get taken out? It's ridiculous. Like, oh, so she's instantly blown her cover right there. Like, yeah, that's it. Um, but so by the time Jacob tracks the call though, she's gone. Uh, cause she, Alice is like, listen, I'll take you to show, I'll show yeah. you what's going on, but I have to show you what's going on. I can't <laughs> yeah. tell you. And she's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. So we get a cheesy road trip. Yep. Yeah. They stop at a freaking diner and, and <laughs> they stop at like a burger, like Denny's. Yeah. And for, and Alice just has cuffs on yeah, the Alice whole time. Alice is still handcuffed at Denny's. <laughs> Like, no no one in the restaurant thinks to, like, ask why someone's in handcuffs. Yeah, the waitress is probably like, ooh, you girls are up to some kinky stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of those sub situations. (laughs) Yeah, and so she's just eating, like, waffles with handcuffs on. Yeah. Oh, no, doesn't she? No, uh, she takes them off at one point. Oh, does she? Yeah, she's like, you know, this would be a lot more comfortable if I didn't have the cuffs. I remember her saying that, but did the cuffs come off? I think so, because she ended up freaking... Sli- well, yeah, because she drugs Kate and kidnaps yeah, ends her. ends up slipping in her Th- That's one thing I even wrote down. I was like, how did they? How did she get Kate out of that restaurant? Well, apparently Alice is a sleight of hand master, because in her flashback scenes, too, she manages to pick a lock with a nail. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how she like tries to escape from the serial killer. She yeah. pulls a nail out of a wall and picks the lock with it. I'm like, no. No one... A 10-year-old is not doing that. But yeah, so we have Kate and Alice at this diner, and then she drugs uh, Kate's drink. Yeah. And then Kate wakes up, like, handcuffed herself, like, in this house that where the serial killer used yeah, to live. Yeah, same house. Yeah, and I'm I'm still wondering, like, how Kate, like, how Alice got Kate out of the restaurant. 
because she that was there was a that was a full restaurant. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, my sister's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in handcuffs? Why is the handcuff person dragging an asleep person <laughs> into a car? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Just basic procedural. Oh, here, this is Arkansas. Oh my god. <laughs> and we get more of this convoluted backstory of what happened to Beth. The, this I, is the most ludicrous part because we we didn't want to talk about it till this part, but. The serial killer man has a son, a yeah. son who apparently burned his face in an accident and now covers it with hair. And that's why the dad takes faces, because he's trying to give his son a new face. Yep. <laughs> Which, okay, so like this dad has this kid locked up in the attic because half of his face is burnt. He doesn't even look that bad. He doesn't look that bad at all. No. And like with and modern medicine, or he could do like a Richard Harrow mask. Yeah, like, yeah, or anything. Like, th- that is not that, like he wouldn't be shunned in he, society. He doesn't, he doesn't look like Two-Face. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it, it's ridiculous. But no, he's going to look a lot better with a human face <laughs> taped to his head. Yeah, so back in episode, I think, three or four, like, we got that scene of uh, Alice in a weird, like, basement, and then a, a floating- They did show, uh, they did hint at a this, A floating yeah. face in a, like, a bath thing. And so, so that's it, what this was. That's, we were hoping yeah. it was hush, but this, it's not. No. Well, now it kind of seems... Might, it, it probably will tie in eventually. I bet you they'll team up. Yeah. And it, he'll be like, give me a face. But if they turn this guy into hush, they literally did a one-off episode with Thomas Elliot. No, I don't Elliot. think they'll turn him into hush. I think Thomas Elliot will like come into play again. And he'll be like, give yeah, me but, one of those faces. But they set it up perfectly because this kid has the master of voice impersonation too. Oh my God, you might be right. I, I think that's where they're going. No, because that's the most ridiculous part of this episode. Yeah, is this, okay. kid, this kid apparently has a superpower because, or just a, a talent. So the part, the part where Alice breaks out of the room, she's being held captive and she goes upstairs, calls Jacob and is like, it's me beth like come save me and then the dad freaking busts yeah, her in or jacob whatever. traces the call comes yeah. in an hour later he's like where's my daughter like i know she's here yep and because like we traced the call she's here and yep. he even busts in the home and i'm like okay here we go yeah this is it yeah and then the dad's like it was all a terrible prank like listen my son can do perfect impressions <laughs> <laughs> my burned up son can like, do perfect impressions listen, and he does he literally i swear to god guys if you haven't seen this he does like a hermione <laughs> voice he's like Le- Le- wingardium leviosa yeah and oh my god he can he can do voices no he no that was and in then the he scene does before. the beth voice yeah, yeah. But the Leviosa voice sounded terrible. Yeah, like, and then he literally, <laughs> you can tell it's fake. They just dubbed over her voice. Because he literally, like, kind of, like, closes his eyes and, like, swallows and takes a breath. And then busts out in a, like, a 100% Beth voice. But you can tell it's just dubbed so, over. So this kid is just Frank Caliendo. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Caliendo of superheroes. Yeah, I, I wanted Jacob to be like, prove it to me. Do Elvis. <laughs> right? <laughs> Do Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, and then, and then Paul, while we're watching, he's like, well, how how would he know, like, her voice? Like, what the hell? And then he's like, oh, well, he heard her on a news clip of a family video they showed. It's like, yep. what? And does a perfect impression? It's... And finds his number? Yeah, how did he know the number? Like, maybe he looked it up, but it's yeah. ridiculous. You're it's... jumping, you're doing so many logical, like, hula hoop jumps here. Like, Jacob is a, I mean, maybe, they haven't really talked about his background, but he's like a fucking military commando freaking dude he would not just be like oh a kid with per- perfect impersonation like that explains everything yeah and they they almost even find beth when they're there oh, yeah and then beth is like i couldn't speak up because they he said that he would kill you and i'm like first of all you two were in that room alone yep second of all you don't i think your dad can beat up his dad yeah I, yeah i don't think well literally he showed up with a gun 
I mean, other dude had a gun too, but like this guy, like this Jacob guy's a Kane, little, this guy's yeah. a little twerp. Like, yeah, this guy, this I, I, I described him as a serial killer, but this guy is like a twerp. He's, he literally he's looks like, like a, a dad from the fifties. Yeah, he's he's like one of those serial killers you see, and you're like, oh, that's a serial killer. Yeah, like, exactly. He's, like, he's, he's a dweeb, you know. Yeah, he looks like Dahmer. Yeah, he's like a Dahmer looking guy. Yeah, but by the, I mean, this pretty much ties up the whole story because Jacob ends up coming here, rescues Kate, and like we even get a part where like Alice stabs Jacob. She's like, I'm your daughter. You believe me now? <laughs> oh yeah. It's all nonsense, and Jacob survives. He's fine. He's they, fine. They have a Mexican standoff as a family. Yeah. And uh, Sophie's there, but she, as she does this whole series, does nothing. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> she's well, just there. She stopped uh, freaking Jacob from like beating the shit out of Alice's boyfriend earlier. I, oh, yeah. I forgot about that That fight. They have a random-ass firefight where they oh, yeah. both well, shoot because, propane tanks because they blow them up. Originally, they track where Kate called from, which was like Alice's well, they, hideout. Yeah, they go to that diner. And then, like, get ambushed. Well, no, and, and before, oh, they right. show up at the hideout where they where she kidnapped Alice right. from. Yeah. And they blow up a bunch of propane tanks in a suburb. Like It looks terrible. It, it looks, oh, my God. The explosion effects. But by the end of this, we've pretty much gotten nowhere, because Alice is like, I'm not going to kill Daddy today, and fucks off. Yep. And she's gone. And she ends up, we get, like, the backstory of this is, is pointless, and I'm not excited for it at all, because it's just... We, oh well, we get a scene at the end of her sitting with her. His name is Mouse. Yeah. Okay. Up so it, well, during that part with where she takes Al or Kate back to the house and Jacob gets stabbed. Meanwhile, Sophie is originally in the back shack in the backyard. Yeah. And she gets attacked by dude and like rips part of his face off. It's like, oh, it's that kid grown up. It's the kid grown up, and now he's wearing a face. Yeah. yeah. But he he looks like a freak. Yeah, it looks. <laughs> he looks way worse than he did. Way when he worse. has the face on. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're wearing a human face. Exactly. Like, I'm just imagine if they do take your plot idea where it's like he's gonna be hush. Yeah. Like he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna show up at Wayne Tower with a bloody face on his head and be like, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> and they're gonna be like, Oh my god, what is that? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you're covered in blood. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I honestly I'd, I'm gonna keep up and see if that's where they go with it because I have to know now. It's, this whole thing is ludicrous. So now this is this is Alice. This is their version of Alice, where she was raised by a guy who cuts off faces. Oh, okay. And we finally got our answer to uh, Alice's whole like, where? Why did you get the idea of Alice and the whole Alice in Wonderland thing? Oh my god! There's a flashback scene, flash black, <laughs> flashback scene where it's like her as a child in prison, and then the the kid comes down. And she's like, oh, like, I need to call my dad. It's like, well, my dad won't let you leave. And, like, I don't want you to leave either because then I'll be alone. So then it's like, I'll keep you company. And then he slides a copy of Alice in Wonderland under the door. So she just read the book once and she's like, I'm going to be Alice. She's literally an edgy scene kid. Like, it's like, oh, I'm Alice in the rabbit hole. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's like the one reference. I wonder if she only read, like, the first chapter. <laughs> right. Like, that's all she references. Like, I'm in a rabbit hole now. <laughs> that's like, did it. you read past the part where she goes in the rabbit hole? What else <laughs> right? happens? Like, they never reference, like, describe the, the rest the book to me <laughs> yeah they never reference like the queen or uh, anything well she goes down the hole and well the rest is just so good there's like a smoking <laughs> caterpillar maybe i don't remember I, uh <laughs> she teams up with the ninja turtles <laughs> but yeah so that's basically it so she's just gonna be work cutting off people's faces uh she, but this is the part i don't get is this her whole kind of ambition so far has been she's mad that nobody looked for her yeah but they went through so many hoops to try to find her they, and, they straight up like put, and they did find her they found her and all she had to do was be like i'm in here she could have just like <laughs> knocked on the door she wouldn't would have, have had to say it. anything so she had 
I understand. It's not her fault, but she at the same time should be like, well, you guys tried. You almost found me. They tried harder than like anyone's ever tried to find a missing kid ever. So, and none of this explains why she's a super criminal. None. Or why she's leading a gang of super criminals. None. It's just like, it it explains why she'd be upset maybe. Or like why she's like traumatized. But I don't get what her motivations are now or how she gained any power. I mean, maybe they'll explain it later. But like what happened? She grew up and then like she just moved out. (laughs) <laughs> like the dad, the crazy killer dad, off just to like, college. see ya. Oh, you're like, going off to, to skin college, huh? <laughs> it makes no sense. You got to learn how to cut off skin. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the end of this episode, and pretty much nothing has happened. Nothing. We're pretty much right at the end of this, and I'm, yeah, like I said, I don't want to keep watching this anymore. No. I'm kind of, I mean, I'm, I'll maybe be excited for the role that Batwoman has in this crisis thing that's coming up on the CW. Yeah, I mean, the character has so much potential. Yeah, I, Kate like, is the only character I like. Yeah. Well, and Lucius I kind of like, too. Luke. Uh, Luke, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah no, dad. I like Luke a lot too. Yeah, so, I, but I mean, he doesn't really do a lot, but the actor's good enough for I like. He, so I enjoy the scene he sees in. Yeah, so like, they're he, good. He scenes. sells the lines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, Kate's the only character who really like has anything interesting going on. Jacob is awful in this show. Yeah, she's the only one I have any stock in. Jacob like, is, has done nothing this whole show. He's literally, yeah, he's just. He's We're five episodes one. in. He's fought, like, fought Alice twice, dealt with her like six times, and now he's just finally believing that it's Beth. And it's he's ridiculous. he's listened to that viola that cello song about a hundred times. Well, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I'm so done with this. I, I want to watch something that can make me be positive. Right. Oh. But, uh, but yeah, so that'll do it for our, our Batwoman series. Like I said, ne- next week we'll be reading Black Panther and uh, watching Black Panther. and mm-hmm. Or not watching All Black right, Panther. Civil War. Civil War with Black Panther in yeah. it. Yeah. Probably focusing on those parts, too, when we discuss it. Yeah, but yeah. We'll see. Um, and then after that, we got more request episodes. Like I said, there's still a couple spots open if you want to leave a request for an episode. I think there's maybe one or two spots open left. So just let yeah, us know definitely. If, if you leave a review and you can sh- design an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll probably come up after we do our three-part Watchmen series that we have coming up after those. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, after that, we'll be talking about Watchmen and reviewing Doomsday Clock, right, as that comes out at the end there. Yeah, I'm excited for that, too. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, but that brings us to the end here. Again, if you do want to follow us, uh, we are on Twitter at Agents of Podcast. Um, is there anything else you want to tell the people before before you see them next week, Eric? Um, I th- that that's it. Nope. You, you, <laughs> yeah, I wasted you, my me- second. That's your I message in a bottle. It. I'm Damn sealing it. it up, sealing up this message <laughs> in a bottle, and I'm burying it deep. Eric's words of wisdom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> an archaeologist is gonna dig that up in the dirt. Right. Like, we found a message from the ancient people. <laughs> um, what does it mean? This must have been a religious chant. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. See Join you later. us again. <laughs> <laughs>